What's up, guys? It's Justin, and you're listening to another episode of The Quest. Today, I'm going to bring you a solo episode, and this one is going to be about something that I get asked about a lot, which is habit formation, how I form new habits, what I think about habit formation, my philosophy behind it, and what habits have been particularly impactful in my life. This is something I get asked about all the time on Twitter, when I speak, and usually people think I'm a very disciplined person, which is something that couldn't be further from the truth. I actually always consider myself fairly low willpower, which I know like people out there often hear that and think that that can't possibly be true, but I was always a procrastinator when I was a kid and young adult, and I always felt like I wasn't able to affect change in my life, like real change. Like I thought that the way I was when I was 18, 19, 20 years old was just the way that I was going to be. That was kind of like the way I developed and that was the way I was going to be for the rest of my life. And I kind of felt that I had that philosophy about everyone in the world. I thought, you know, change is really hard. It's something that doesn't often happen. And most of the time we are the, as adults, who we were as young adults. And that all changed when my friend Marcus introduced me to a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear a couple years ago. And if you haven't heard of it, Atomic Habits is one of the top selling books on habit formation and probably just generally self-help in the past couple years on Amazon. It's a great book and it lays out a very simple framework for how to build habits in your life. And the book really goes through five different core ideas that I found very powerful. The first was that habits are the compound interests of self-improvement. By setting up the right habits, we're able to improve over time in very small ways every day, but eventually that leads to really big changes. The second idea was that if you want to improve your results, then it's not really about setting goals. Instead, it's important to focus on setting up the right framework for us to create improvement in our own lives. Uh, the third idea was that the most effective way to change one's habits is to focus not on what we want to achieve, but what we want to wish to become and change our identity to that. Uh, the fourth idea was James outlines four ideas, four laws of behavior change, which are a simple set of rules to build better habits. And so those four laws are number one, make it obvious. So make the thing that you want to do very obvious and in front of you at all times. For example, if you want to work out, uh, you want to practice yoga, put your yoga mat in the corner. So it's something you always see, right? For me, one big thing was putting my gym in my house. So it was very accessible. Law number two is to make it attractive. So what that means is make it something that you want to do. Uh, just to continue on the exercise example, in order to make attra exercise attractive to me, which is something that I never love to do, I would put my iPhone with my with Twitter and other social media apps in my gym. So the only time that I could use apps that I wanted to use was when I was on my treadmill or uh, working out. Number three is make it easy. So once again, that's really making it uh, easy for you to be compliant. One example there would be you know, I was trying to eat keto um, for the past couple of years. And so just making it so that I didn't put uh, high carb food in my house, right? So it was very easy to comply with my goal. And number four is make it satisfying. 
And that's really about creating a reward for ourselves after we complete the habit. And so you create a positive behavioral association with the thing that you want to do. The last point that James makes in the book is that environment is the invisible hand that shapes human behavior. And what that means is that if you want to be a certain way, you need to create an environment that supports that. So that works from the micro to the macro. If you look at the micro, like you want to eat a certain diet, well, then don't have food outside of that diet in your house because that'll make it really easy for you to make the right decision. At the macro level, I think this applies as well. You know, if you want to be a certain type of person or have a certain type of job, let's say you want to become a founder of a startup, well, then hang out with other founders. There's an old adage that you are the average of your five best friends. And it's uh, true that human beings are mimetic by nature, right? We copy the people around us. So, you know, if you want to live healthy, be around people who support that, who exhibit those qualities that you want to emulate. And uh, I think we often underweight environment and really try to make our habits up with willpower so that we're forced to make a, a difficult decision, but a healthy decision every day, which is incredibly difficult. After I read James' book, I started to think about habit formation and personal attributes, not as a light switch, you know, as something that we have or we don't have, but rather as drops in a bucket. You know, I figured every time I did a positive habit, I, every time I successfully completed a positive habit, that was like putting one drop in a bucket. And if I just did it over and over and over again, every day, 10,000 days, then I'd finally have a full bucket and I would be the person I wanted to be in that attribute or quality. And so how this worked in my actual life is really there were two primary things that worked for me to kind of bootstrap or kickstart my habit adoption. And the first thing was the what's called the Seinfeld strategy. Jerry Seinfeld outlined it as uh, a tool that made him a better writer where he had a desk calendar and he just figured he, if he practiced writing enough, he would become a better comedy writer. So every day he tried to uh, cross off that day by writing. And he would make it every day he wrote, he would make a check on the calendar and he just tried to create the most unbroken, longest string of checks possible. And so for me, that streak psychology really worked to kickstart my habits. I figured, you know, I would just start every time I, you know, I want to meditate. Every time I've started wanting, I, I meditated, I would check this app. And, you know, after the first five or 10 days, I was like, oh man, if I stop this, you know, break this streak, I'm never going to meditate again. And that really kept me on the treadmill until I really had formed a habit. And the second thing that worked for me was creating social accountability around whatever habit I, I wanted to create. And so you know, it worked really well with exercise. You know, I would find exercise partners that I work out with. So, you know, even days I didn't want to do it, I would, I would know, oh, well, I you know, have this person coming over to my home gym or I'd even hire a personal trainer to come uh, and work out with me. And the social accountability aspect really helped as well. So some of the habits that really worked for me, that really changed for me and, and had a big impact in my own life, uh, number one was I quit drinking a couple of years ago. This was something that was super hard. I had tried to control my drinking in the past, but you know I had loved drinking ever since I was a teenager. Probably had 10,000 plus drinks in my life. And it was a big crutch that I used to connect with people or used to facilitate. You know, I was shy as a kid and Drinking alcohol was a way that I could um, get past that and, and feel like I was connecting with people. 
of course, it had all these negative consequences in my life. And eventually, you know, after 20 years, I was like, oh, well, this is really not doing anything for me. And I feel horrible. And occasionally, you know, I'm just getting completely out of control. And so I need to, I need to control this. And in the past, I had tried to quit, but I, you know, I, I tried to take pauses, but I, it never worked for me. And so, you know, having that streak psychology really helped. I started creating a streak around not drinking. And then the other thing I did was I announced it publicly to create some social accountability for me. So I said to all my friends and even on social media, I'm going to stop drinking. And, you know, more than anything, I just didn't want to be a hypocrite. I knew that I really cared what other people think, you know, it wasn't the most attractive quality of myself, but I knew that I had this thing inside me that really wanted to be approved of by other people. And I knew being a hypocrite out there in public would be, you know, horrible for me. And so I, I figured if I announced it and then the, you know, my, I would be able to better hold myself accountable to not drink because I knew other people would be watching. Another habit that really helped me was creating an exercise habit. So exercise, especially cardio was something I was never good at and I, I never uh, could do it consistently. And so using some of uh, the atomic habits methodologies, I it really made it easy by putting a gym in my basement. I made it attractive for myself by making it so I could only watch TV or use my phone with all these entertainment apps when I was in the gym. And I started to, it started to become satisfying for me as I tracked my progress and could see improvement over time. Another habit that, that really helped me and I talked about a lot on this podcast is meditation, something I was never able to to sit with, you know, I was always someone who was very distractible and I always wanted to be occupying my mind. I could not sit with myself in quiet. And so the idea of meditating even for two minutes was incredibly daunting for me. So I started off with Headspace and just using um, a meditation app and eventually went on to use the waking up app with Sam Harris and trying many different meditation techniques. But the thing that really got me started was just having an app and having some, you know, this framework that was really easy to to get started and then using that streak psychology to really try to get days in a row to build that habit. And the last habit I'll talk about is gratitude, which has been really important for me in my life. Gratitude is something I thought was really cheesy, but I realized after my friend Amit started, introduced me to a gratitude journal, the, the concept of grat a gratitude journal, I downloaded this app, the five minute journal and figured I would give it a shot because, you know, what's the, what's the cost? It's only five minutes. And after a week, that's only 35 minutes. So, you know, it's not that big of a commitment. And after a week, I found I was much, much happier in my daily life because I, I was so much more able to start the day with being thankful. And uh, the gratitude journal or any app, you know, similar to Headspace, it has kind of like a built-in uh, streak because you see, you know, this, this every day you're, you're filling out this journal and you add, can add a photo uh, which makes it satisfying when you go back and, and look at it and kind of see what the things you were happy about or thankful for were in any given day. And so, you know, that, that journal, having that journal really helped me stay consistent. So, so my hope is that this has been helpful to you. I did not start off as someone could, who could easily change habits. Habit formation though has, and, and this new understanding of habit formation has really changed my life uh, more than any other thing has, you know, more than being successful in the outside world. It's really about what is every day like and how do I set up every day for success? And so by building a good set of habits that I start my day off in the morning with meditation, gratitude, and working out, uh, every day is the best day that it can be. You know, even the days that are, are bad aren't as bad as, as they might be otherwise. 
And so I encourage everybody to try uh, to form the habits that they want in their life. And the last thing I'll say is a, a quick shout out for our app, Kin. We have a, created a free app as a project, you know, a hobby project with some friends of mine and I to help people form better habits based on some of the stuff that we've learned and some of the stuff that's worked for me. So you can check that out at kinapp.co. It's on the Android and, and iPhone uh, app stores. So check it out. And thanks for checking out this solo episode. I know it's different from what we normally do, but I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it's useful. If you like it, leave me a comment or review or send me a tweet. Give me some feedback because I'm interested in maybe doing some more of these types of episodes. All right. Thank you very much. Love you guys all. And I will see you next week.